Hello and welcome to Dining In with Mike and Stacy. This show is about the psychology of weight management and it's our goal to help you lose weight and never have to lose it again. Episode number 14 coming at you. Live! <laughs> well, for probably, us. Probably for not us it's live, live for them. Yep. But, um, today we're going to talk about something we haven't talked about at all, I don't think, and that is exercise. Never. Well, <laughs> in this class anyway, and I don't think we've mentioned it in podcasts either. Um, I Thinking back to past weight loss efforts of mine, and I seem to recall thinking exercise needed to be a big part of it. Because I think that's what we were told by our healthcare professionals. That we were. Yes. So the question is, do we need exercise? So, well, the simple answer is, is most of the healthcare providers out there do believe that we need exercise. They believe, they still believe the eat less, move more philosophy or, or calories in, calories out philosophy that says exercise is going to be a part, an important part of weight loss. But what we really know now is that exercise is about 15% of the weight that we're going to lose. And there's many different struggles with, with exercise as a weight loss technique. So if I were banking on the treadmill to get me to my weight loss goals, I'm looking at spending a long time on that treadmill. A long time. Well, essentially, you can. So, if you walked on the treadmill for 45 minutes, you're going to maybe burn 300 calories. And in that moment, after you burn those 300 calories, you could easily eat a thousand calories and offset whatever exercise you did. The food we take in is going to be so much more impactful in terms of our weight loss than the exercise that we do. And especially when you consider the how we all look at ourselves after a you know, working out for 45 minutes or however long and think, you know, I deserve some ice cream. Or, oh, you do, Stacey. I do, you because should. I just was on the treadmill for 45 minutes. Or um, I feel like I can get away with, you know, some other whatever extra indulgence and I don't feel like I need to be as, I need to reward myself for the work or I need to, or I'm feeding myself because I I, I need to get keep my muscles stronger. I need right. to get more food in to right. build up those muscles. Oh yeah, you're you're totally. <clears throat> Why on fire. is my thinking flawed? What's wrong with that? Well, be, because one, we, we we when we exercise, we're trying to burn those calories. We're trying to gain muscle, but our body's pretty creative at doing that without exercise. And actually, fasting can do that um, as well. So we don't need to feed those muscles all the time. Now, there are times when we do, when we're really building a lot of muscle, then we need to take in a like lot of protein. Like if we're bodybuilders, yeah. like, then we'd need to. But I haven't seen any bodybuilders in these classes yet. Well, you don't know. I don't know, but I haven't seen them. So, not that any of you don't have awesome bodies. So I'll just put that out there. But one of the key things, dig in whole. Um, yeah, right. Stop digging. One of, the, one of the key things that we want to say is that there's absolutely benefit to exercise there's no question there's benefit but purely to say I need to exercise because I'm trying to lose weight that's that's an incorrect statement you can lose weight by fasting and by controlling your intake with low sugar and low flour and a lot more effectively than you can absolutely exercise. a lot more effectively so let's move that off the table for those who say and this is actually a request podcast 
this was a request by one of the people in the class that said, I want to know more about exercise because I don't, I don't really get exercise and I need to know how, what I should be doing when I can't really get exercise. And the answer is, is hey, be fine with it. You, you, you're active enough during your course of your day. Be happy with your weight loss. Don't focus on exercise. Right now, you can focus on exercise at some point in the future, but you don't need it. So I shouldn't. So I should just not try to exercise at all. There's no benefit to me. No, there's great benefit there for is? you. There is. There is. Psychologically, there's massive benefit for exercise. And so, if if you if we look at exercise in a big picture of things, it's great for your mind. It's wonderful mental activity. You're interacting with your body. Your brain is working very hard to keep you upright and balanced. You're, you're, you are gaining confidence in your body. You are pushing yourself through discomfort, which is a massive, massively helpful for our brain. Because then when we have discomfort in the future, our brain doesn't go, oh my God, this hurts. Your brain says, no, I got this. I, I, I go through this every day. And oftentimes when we're exercising, we're saying, why do I do this? This hurts so bad. And the answer is, is because we're trying to get tougher. And, and that's a wonderful way to look at it. We're getting mentally tougher. We're disciplining ourselves to go through it. So there's huge, massive psychological benefits beyond what we all know is the runner's high, the endorphin hit, all those other things. But there's new evidence out there about oh. exercise. Well, I, I can't wait to hear it. Please share. Well, it turns out that much of the benefit that we get from intermittent fasting or fasting in general changes our body and, and helps our body deal with stress. And basically when, our, when we go into a fasted state, our brain and body do all of these wonderful things that say, hey, you know what? I'm up against a stressor. I'm going to deal with it. And we get this huge, massive internal stress response that starts repairing and recycling our body, breaking down, down tissue in a meaningful way, get, and really producing all these wonderful regenerative effects in our body. Now, it turns out that exercise does many of those exact same things and stimulates those same pathways. And so what we have is we have kind of an either or or an and. We can <laughs> either do exercise or we could do fasting and we can get similar benefits or, or we could do them both. One of each. Yes. And put them together. It's like the Superpower. chocolate and my peanut butter. Remember those commercials? I was thinking about the the super twins or whatever they call Oh, Wonder the Twins. Wonder Twins Wonder powers twins. activate. <laughs> You're an elephant. Um, or a drink of water or something like that. I can't remember what it was. Um, but, but anyway, I, so you had said, I think you've, made, you've alluded to this in class, that elite athletes purposely exercise in a fasted state. So they're getting all this big um, advantage of the uh, human growth hormone and um, ketone bodies and what all about these things. Bodies? Tell so, us about that. so one, when our body burns up that glycogen jar that's in our liver, that quick sugar thing, the seven hundred to a thousand calories that we have sitting in our liver, and if we can do that through exercise and fasting, so that jar is empty, then our body immediately starts creating these ketone bodies which are the things that stimulate a lot of these regenerative effects of both exercise and fasting. So if we can exercise and get that glycogen, 
glycogen down quicker, or if we're fasting and getting that glycogen down, down, then when we exercise, we're just stimulating that whole pathway, and we're we're taking off. We're just in we're in the zone. So what? Why do I care if I have human growth hormone? What's that do for me? Because that's the thing that will help regenerate your muscles and build your muscle tissue, and we all want muscle tissue. The more muscle we can have, the more metabolism we have, the more flexible our body is in terms of being able to manage stress in the future. That's the other advantage of, of exercise is it gives us this ability to manage stress far better, physical stress or emotional stress. It doesn't really matter. And so we, we just manage things so much better. So we all want human growth hormone. So let me throw a curveball at you. We didn't talk about this, whether we were going to talk about this, but I wonder if you were to prescribe for most of the people in the class are, are middle-aged women, the vast majority. I count myself among them. Mm -hmm. What What's the best exercise for me to do? Should I be spending my time on cardio or should I be working on building muscle? Yes. <laughs> we, we should always be doing both. And if we can really combine both, then we're, then we're doing much better. So if we can combine activities like resistance training while keeping our heart rate up, that's going, to be, that's going to be excellent. If we can do interval training where our heart rate goes up and down, up and then relaxes a component. So we do heavy or resistance training for a few minutes and then we, our heart, we let our heart rate rest and then we go back and do resistance training. That's a cardiovascular effect and we'll get that resistance training. If we're gonna do the treadmill, we can do the treadmill. It's got a little muscle building component, but the elliptical would be more muscle building component. And so, but ideally, we don't wanna just be logging miles on the treadmill. That is just gonna wear out a very specific muscle group. What we would really like to do is change that activity. So five minutes on the treadmill, some on the elliptical, some over here weightlifting, doing a variety of exercises to work different parts of our body. And that would be the ideal. But any exercise is going to have a benefit to us both psychologically and physically. I didn't think you were going to say that. Yeah. I thought you were going to say that you should uh, focus on muscle building. Because, particularly when it comes to weight loss, because I've, I've, I've always heard that when you build muscle, you're burning calories far after you're done with so are, are calories important in this whole equation? <laughs> well, I mean, I gotta, I don't know. I can't, it's hard to get away from those I things, know. you know? But I, but I, I do think in general, muscle, we should be doing muscle building. And I think that we do Especially ourselves as, a disservice. Especially as we get older, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Yeah. It, 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 we're, we do ourselves a disservice if we're just focusing on cardio. And so if all we do is walk on the treadmill every day, five to six days a week, we're really we're, we're 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 not taking full advantage of the exercise we're doing now. If we're walking outside, that's a little bit different because we're going to have grade changes. We're going to be going up and down hills. We're gonna we're, we don't have a treadmill moving for us, and so we're doing much more muscle building activities. We're working against gravity, and so that's going to be a little bit different. If we're hiking, okay, now we've got a muscle building activity because we're going up and down. We're taking steps, all those things. But if you, if you really want to do an exercise that's muscle building and cardio, just walk some steps for five minutes or 10 minutes or 20 minutes. 
you know, and just go up and down the steps. That's a great muscle building activity. And, and so we can do a lot of different things throughout the day. Okay. So isn't that fun? We talked that, about exercise. Really, yeah. yeah. That's very but, Well, you know, so if you, if you don't have time, take the steps. Yeah. If you, if you don't have an organized routine, do what you can. A little bit here and there. Do your squats in your office or next to your desk. Do your calf raise. Do some push-ups against the counter throughout the day. Those are easy things to do, and they're light, and you, you're not going to get super they're, sweaty. You can do them body weight. You don't need to have any special equipment. Yep, yep exactly. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, and, and just do, do those throughout, throughout the day. Um, um, my staff sees me pushing against the counter at various times, and... We want to do, you know, we want to do those things. So, sneak them in where you can. Yep, sneak them in where you can. And with weightlifting, you don't have to do everything at once. Cardiovascular, there used to be this thought that we had to kind of do it all together. And there still is some benefit. What does that mean, do them all together? Do, do, where you have to keep your heart rate up for 20 minutes or oh, 30 minutes mm -hmm, or something like right. that. And there is that, there is that, there is that extra benefit. But... Just getting our heart rate up is is one of the one of the goals with weightlifting or resistance training. We can do it whenever we want. We can do fifteen reps here, fifteen reps there. We're resisting that, and we can we can do it however we want in little episodes throughout the day. I think one of the most overlooked I, I, I don't hear people talking about this much because I suppose it doesn't necessarily build muscle, but I just think stretching is so important. It's so you you realize oh my gosh that's right i do have muscles there <laughs> you know it just i think it's really important to sort of you know i don't know how to describe it it's like you know just getting all your just feeling all of the parts of you when you're moving all of your you know stretching your legs and your arms and everything that's a good and especially as we get older you lose some of your elasticity right you sure. need to work on that sure so yoga is a perfect example of a combination exercise. And, and so it's a stretching exercise, but it's also a resistance training exercise because you have to hold yourself in that pose or that position. And that is incredibly difficult, especially if you're not very flexible. Um, it's really hard when you're not flexible. And so we, we want to think that even just holding yourself in a pose, a stretch throughout the day, would be considered exercise. And it's something that's good for your brain. You're seeing yourself, hold yourself in that position. It's great for your nervous system. All those little balance sensors are quivering around in there. I always call yoga and holding yourself in those positions a massage for your nervous system. And what a wonderful thing to do is massage your nervous system. And it's great. I've never heard you call it that. Well, I say it, <laughs> I say it a lot in my own head. Oh, okay. And I say it to people behind closed doors okay um so but it's not your wife yeah apparently we don't have <laughs> we don't have closed doors um so what we but what we want to do is we want to do things like stretching and yoga and again we can do that for five minutes here ten minutes there we can do it briefly you know, throughout I, the day I, one of the things and you you'd look kind of silly doing this but if if the rest of your coworkers are on board sort of do lunge walking all the way to the bathroom you got to go to the bathroom do lunges all the way to the bathroom. Do the superstar. Yeah, do superstar. Which superstar all if, the way. If anyone wants to know what that is, we'll do a demonstration in class. The, they're also called Mary Catherines. Yeah. Um, from the Saturday Night Live skits. Character, yeah. Yeah, so you can do Mary Catherines all the way to the all the way to the bathroom, and you, we should do those things because those are things that make us feel good about our body. It's great for balance. 
one of the things that happens as we age is we're not going to have as good a balance. So we have to practice that. And so we can balance wherever. And so stand on one foot. Um, I, the people who know me know that I shave my head and I shave always on one foot. And then halfway through, I switch to the other foot. Do you start on the same foot every time? I do. You I do? do. Why I should wouldn't you mix it up? <laughs> well, I think it's, it's habit. Yeah, it's habit. Damn it. Um, yeah, it's habit. I, uh, I'll try the other. Uh, you know what? I did try with shaving on the other foot. And you know what happens is I really make mistakes because oh, I have an order. Yes. And the one time <laughs> I really cut my head was when I was trying to do it opposite. Oh. And so I wasn't paying attention and I wasn't quite on balance because, yeah. So so danger signals. <laughs> safety. Be safety, careful. Be careful. Safety tip. So we have, so to summarize, yes, we can exercise. We don't need to. Fasting and exercise seem to have similar benefits that can be added together and supercharge those benefits. If you exercise um, while fasted. While fasted and or exercise and fast. I mean that we can do kind of, we don't necessarily always need to exercise oh, in a I fasted mm -hmm. state, but okay. even exercising will have that benefit. And we, we get so many psychological benefits from exercise. That ability to push through things, to control your mind, to get through something hard, to achieve something, to have success, in the, especially if we do that early in the day. Whoa, that's huge. That's powerful. Um, then we also have the ability to use different types of exercise from resistance training to cardio to yoga. You know, those are all going to be beneficial and we should all be doing a little bit of all of those things. And, and it's just a wonderful thing. And encourage people to work on balance. Mm -hmm. It's really good. It's, it is massage for your nervous system. Well, that's yoga too. Yeah. But um, anytime you're standing on a foot and you're seeing that foot quivering, you are massaging something. All right. All right. All right. But so, I think that does it. Episode number 14 is all done for. Yeah, so. Remember to email if you have questions to either Mike's work email or you can email us at memlarson at gmail.com and we'll try to answer your questions in a future podcast. All right, super. Have a great night. Love dining in.